Welcome to Small Business Sisters, where two sisters who started their own separate businesses come together to share all things business growth and personal growth. Every week, they will share practical business tips that they have learned along their journey and share their individual perspectives. So grab a drink and join the sisterhood as we discuss all things womanhood, motherhood, and small business. Hi, everybody. It's Jenny. We have a special episode today, and something Christina and I talk about all the time in the podcast is that we just really value being authentic and transparent and sharing with you all um, pretty much in the real time of our journey of our small businesses because we think it's really important to know that you're not alone, um, that we're all in this together, and we're all figuring it out as we go, and it doesn't mean you need to... Um, don't know, stop movement in your business. It just means that we can learn from each other and grow together and make the next right step. So we brought on someone very special to us. You've heard her two times before, Melissa from Polka Dot Pickle Shop. She is Christina's business partner at the Wildflower Republic in Texas. And Christina and Melissa are just going to share what's happening in real time with them right now and the next right step in their journey. You want to say hi, Melissa? Hi. (laughs) Um, So we are um, excited to be here with Jen. Uh, Jenny has played a vital part, not just in obviously my life, but now Melissa's and she's been a part of our shop. So it seems really special to get to talk to you about this, Jen. But we wanted to come on because we live in a very small town and we are about to make a pretty darn big announcement. Um, And we wanted, you know, I just feel like everyone has more empathy and compassion and grace for people when they know a full story. And so we wanted to come on and just share our story and share what the last three years have been like. And um, yeah, like Jen said, share what our next steps are. So. We'll start off with, you probably know our history if you've listened to our episode before, all about Wildflower, but we did start in uh, the summer of 2019 and we had a third business partner. And uh, throughout that first year, we had COVID start. Um, We had our, we just amongst the three of us, our... um, our lives, there was a lot going on personally for all three of us, um, which led to our third business partner needing to withdraw from our LLC. And at that time, well, and I should say when we went into Wildflower, we had divided up the time to be there, like the hours open and um, of course, bills we had divided. And so, and Melissa, we were both at the time I had, I still had one in preschool and Melissa, as we've talked about many times before, is a full-time homeschooling mom. And so both of us uh, knew that we could not be at the shop and making our products at the same time and had kind of set that boundary up of we need to be where our machines are and making And thankfully, our third business partner was awesome and wanted to be at the shop all of the time. So, and I don't, I mean, we, you and I worked at the shop, but for the majority of the time, she took most of the, she took most of it. So fast forward, um, you know, the first, exactly at a year, uh, of being open. So next summer of 2020, 
And of course, like I said, this is amongst COVID happening too. Uh, just a small feat of <laughs> just a small the world. <laughs> yeah, just a small minor inconvenience. Um, and like I I said previously, because of family circumstances, she needed to withdraw from the LLC. And at that time, Melissa and I had a predicament of: Do we carry this on? Do we have to shut down? What does this look like? Because we, again, at that point, the commitment level we had wanted to put in was we want to own it. We want to run it. We want to fund it. We just can't be there every day of the week Um, and continue to have our shop products inside the store because we have to make. So at that time, we were like, let's do it. Like, we can do it. Oh, yeah. So we had a decision uh, like Melissa and I met many times that week just to figure out logistics. I mean, the bills were going to increase by half for both of us. Um, The amount of time the store was going to be open had to increase like between the two of us. And so that was like a really I don't remember exact details of that week, but we had to it it was just um, it was one of those business decisions you had to make really quickly. You really couldn't think it out because we were like a week away from resigning our lease, right? We had, no, we had, we were in a two-year lease. So we had another year. We knew we were going to go at least another year. We were just trying to figure out what that looked like logistically. Mm -hmm. Like obviously we'd have to work more during the week. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, and so we did it because we were not ready to close the doors of Wildflower. I mean, um, it was an adjustment for sure. I, and I've, we've said this on the podcast before with you and Susie, we could not in that point, we were a year in, but of course with COVID, we could not nail down hours that were popular. I don't know how to say that. Like yeah, we, we a trend. Figure out the trend, we couldn't figure out a trend the best time for people. Well, what was best for them as far as shopping? shopping. Right. Like you yeah. didn't notice any patterns of when right. people right. were coming. But in. we did know weekends were definitely higher. So we knew those were priorities. So we had to figure out at that moment, okay, what hours can we be open? But what hours will we still be able to make? And then on top of that, Melissa is homeschooling. So figuring out again, like commitment level, obviously her kids are a priority and they're schooling. So at that time, we knew weekends, um, and so we did Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We may have even thrown Wednesdays in there every once in a while for I a few months. we did because we were open all week at that point. I think we stayed Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we slowly we reduced split it that because it was a lot. Yes. <laughs> and so – but even being open Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday – there were still no trends. No, like it was always different. It was always different. Sometimes Wednesday was really busy and Friday wasn't. And then sometimes Friday was, re- but anyways, we did. Yeah, I just have to second that as a store owner. That's, we never can figure it out either. Yes. And so, so we, we got a lot of, um, not mean feedback, but just a lot of feedback from people like, we always want to stop in, but you're never open. Or when they would stop in, they'd say, I've always wanted to stop in. Your hours are just awful. And like, they're not trying to be mean. Um, but when we started Wildflower, and we've said this time and time again on social media, we have said it on the podcast, like we started our shop to have a place for community, but still be moms and mm-hmm. really put our kids first. And so it I don't know about you, Melissa, but it kind of stung when people said that because we were like, yeah. 
But some of those people may not have known our story. I mean, they might have just been passing by and had seen our logo and yeah. were curious, you know? Yeah. But yeah. It, it still did. Like we talk about that mom guilt, but there's guilt pulling from all the sides. And it was kind of like, are we not giving the shop what it needs? Um, yeah. But then knowing the background of like, hey, we didn't sign up to be here every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. But I, once they found out, like I would say, well, we're a handmade shop and we both make and we have to have time to make or we wouldn't be able to keep the store afloat. Right. Like they always understood. But it just was one of those things um, we couldn't be, we couldn't figure out how to be open more. Yeah. So, um, fast forward and we did one of our like problem solving was to hire employees. Mm -hmm. So we did hire a few employees, um, which worked great. They, they, um, were helpful being cashiers. We have one currently who's great at like setting the store up and it's so wonderful to have that asset and, do that. But now, not only are we only open three or four days, um, we're making, we're paying the bills, but now we're paying an employee. So it's one of those things where it, it may not be financially worth it yet to pay an employee, but we had to. We were in a mm-hmm. spot where we, the shop wouldn't be open if we didn't have an employee. And we were very upfront about that with each other, with our husbands, with our town of like, uh, we're, our kids are a priority if they have a game and neither our employee can't work it. Like the store is going to be closed. Um, so I feel like I'm going on a tangent. You're not going on a tangent. You're going in order. Okay. So, <laughs> so like last year, so along this whole path, well, one piece we haven't said, and I know we said it when we were talking to you and Susie is we don't have a space. Our space is very small. Very small for what we need it to be. If you've attended a workshop at our shop, you know it can get kind of shoulder to shoulder. Jenny knows. Jenny, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes. um, but it's so cute. It is it very is cute. so cute. It's, it can get hot, though. Get hot and <laughs> crowded. So Jenny also knows that. I also know that. <laughs> we did a cookie class a few weeks ago. And in the summer, it's the worst because we have these really big glass windows up front that the sun just beats through. And I mean, you guys know we're in Texas, it's 107 degrees and the sun is just beating in and our air conditioner is in our back office. And so air (laughs) air doesn't rise, it goes lower and there's no way for it to go out of the office. So our office is like an ice box (laughs) and our main shop is like so hot, so So hot. hot, which people also comment on. When they come in the shop. Yes, they do. They do. Um, so anyways, all that to say, um, all that to say the last, you know, two years, we've really been looking for a bigger space, a space that we could put. Melissa has huge machines to do her stuff. I have several machines. I have a lot of shirts to store. She has a lot to, of wood to store because as we've talked about on the podcast, it would be so beneficial to work while we're at work. Um, oh, because yeah. if you're going to be up there managing the store, it would be awesome to have output of making your product, whether it be for our online shops or for to actually stock wildflower. Um, buildings here are very few and far between. There were a couple that we tried to jump on that just didn't work out. Um, and it's very, it's very expensive. Um, and so we, uh, 
what was starting to happen, and this was probably a year ago that we really started seeing the trend, was she would have a lot of online orders. I would have a lot of online orders and and stocking the store. We would be up at the store for each of us have two days or whatever. And then we would, so we'd work the, you know, eight hour days Mm -hmm. and then we'd come home and now have eight or nine hours to, to, of work to do or more. (laughs) Depending Mm -hmm. on the time of year. Yeah. Depending on the time of year to more work to do per day, um, for all of those things. And so it was probably halfway through this year, both of, both she and I got together and we're like, our families never see us. I mean, not only did they never see us, but like the house is falling apart. The, the mm-hmm. you know, we're eating fast food every meal because we can't yeah. cook, ha- cook. Like there was just so many pieces that it was, it was working two jobs is what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything to say about that? No, no. I think that I'm covering yeah. it. Well, okay. I yeah. just, yeah, I just want to echo the, for whoever is listening, that is, there is, I mean, any store owner obviously has a ton of responsibilities, but right. there's like an extra element, I think, when you're also the maker and because mm-hmm. you're manufacturing right. all your products. So then to, I think that's why it right now is doable for me because I am, when it's slow at the store, I'm able to like make pour candles at the mm-hmm. same time. So I'm not like coming home and doing that additional right. time. So it is just like a whole nother workload mm-hmm. to have to sit at your store, but then go home and mm-hmm. make everything. Mm-hmm. So and, yeah, I totally get that. And Melissa is doing this all on top of homeschooling. Like at least my <laughs> kids are at school and I'm home and like, it, like I, it, it boggles my mind that this was all happening. Um, so we, we kind of started talking about that halfway through the year, just of, we were both kind of not burnt out, but just feeling like we're working two jobs while also trying to be a wife and mom. And it just, and we were, we said like, let's keep looking for a bigger space because the thing that will solve this is being able to work at the shop. So again, keep looking, keep looking. Um, and just wasn't the, the time for us. We couldn't find anything bigger. And uh, a few months ago, we started meeting because our lease is up every August. Or I should say last year we signed our our landlord was so nice because we couldn't find anything bigger and was like, I'll offer you a one-year lease, which is unheard of if you're in the brick and mortar realm. Like it was so yeah. nice and just so sweet and really care. We were like, okay, we can keep doing this. Cause remember this year, this time last year, it had been a year since we had taken over just as two of us and figuring everything out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this year our lease is up in August. And again, we've spent 10 months looking for something bigger. Nothing is, um, in the affordable range for us nor available things that we tried to get were taken pretty quickly. Right. Or they're too big. Yeah, too big. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it just felt like things weren't aligning. Mm -hmm. And so then we had to have the really hard conversation. Do we continue paying on a lease? It just felt like nothing was aligning really to make us have another building. And we both knew we just can't keep going in the building we are, which is really sad because it's a, we made this building beautiful like we put blood sweat and tears in it for literally um and made it a beautiful space but it just felt like 
we can't keep going at the pace we are. Right. Well, the concern in signing another lease, if something does become available, that's a better fit, we would be stuck in this lease and miss out on another opportunity for something that is the right fit. So Mm -hmm. yes, that was, that was part of Mm -hmm. our decision. Yeah. The -hmm. most important thing to us um, and the reason we started a brick and mortar with the products we had is the workshop um, mentality and a workshop space just isn't, it's just not an option in the building we're in. And then of course the added bonus of working there. Like we just can't, we don't have the space. Yeah. So, um, and then of course, if you follow us on social media, we have an amazing mural on the side of the building, Yeah. uh, which is so, that was like one of our things we were like, we can't leave the mural. (laughs) Um, so all that to say two months ago, we met and we knew we were going to start having to make really tough decisions. Um, we just would talk, we talked about like, what we were just talking about, the sad things that would be really sad, but then also like, what are the positives that could come out of this? So then um, we had both kind of made the agreement without like solidifying anything that when he came back to tell us like about our lease and how many more years it would be, how much it would be, um, we knew it would be going up just because of the area we're in and the taxes (laughs) that have to be paid here. And we both said, like, if he goes up X amount, we're, we just can't. Like, it just seems like at that point, it's a burden time-wise right now, not being able to get everything done because we're never seeing our family. But then also at that point, we just didn't feel like the space was worth, again, because we can't be up there working, it didn't feel worth the price that it was going to be to be mm-hmm. in that space. So, um, fast forward just a few weeks and we had had that really hard discussion, which sucked, but I think it's just one element, like Melissa and I have been through so much over the last three years. And it was just another element of like getting closer of just like, Mm -hmm. this is what it is. Here are the facts. What do we do with these? And so a couple weeks later, I went on a family vacation and the shop was shut down. For the, t- for the time that I was there. And I came home and we were chatting. And uh, do you care if I share this? No. Just that you <laughs> you said that you finally had time with your kids. Yeah. That you didn't have the last three years. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I hadn't been feeling well. So I was just kind of laying around and watching movies and actually like sitting with them with full attention. And literally three years I haven't done that Lennon would ask me to play or watch a movie and I would say oh I'm too busy I have too many orders or I have to go to the shop or laundry or dishes or whatever it was and so I thought they were she was in preschool she was the same age as Ollie Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. so I didn't want another three or five years to go by and then they're like grown they're teenagers now and I've missed all this time yeah Yeah. So that was, so that that was was really eye opening for her. And of course, at this time I'm on family vacation, not working a lick (laughs) purposely. (laughs) And like, gosh, I love beautiful chaos. I love wildflower. I love all of the outlets that I've come up with, but there is this thing of when you drop it all, you kind of do, you realize those like pieces that have been semi going together, but just not quite right. And, um, 
again, over when I was in Disney is when we officially got the lease draw up yeah. for our building. And Melissa just texted it to me. And of course, we're not going to make any major decisions over text <laughs> message. <laughs> um, but we knew when I got back, like we have to sit down and decide. Um, Mm -hmm. and so when we got back, we both had just this like inner peace and we both have talked about this. Like, it's just such a weird feeling, um, that we both were brought so much peace about, I think it's time just to close up the brick and mortar, um, for now, for now, for now. And we're saying for now, because we, (laughs) we need to see like what the, what's the right next step for wildflower. It could be to open another workshop space, but right now our next step is to try to push deliveries. Mm-hmm. Um, we are still going to be wholesaling Jenny's candles, which I know everyone in Texas will be so excited. <laughs> We're still going to have Melissa signs and my shirts, um, specific designs just for wildflower. And, um, we saw in the last couple months, the thing that did, I guess the word uptick, maybe like the thing that we did see people ask us for were deliveries. Um, hey, my friend just got diagnosed with cancer. Can you deliver this to her door? And while that's not ideal when you have a brick and mortar, it's now something that we might be able to offer not having that because it will be the only thing we have to leave our house for. So we're going to explore that a bit. Um, and yeah, just kind of play it by ear and see we're not at all ready to dissolve the LLC. Um, we still think it has amazing things to offer. We have our realtor box that people love and some unique things like that. But for now, for both of us, time-wise and financially, the, it just everything was pointing to the right thing is to not be in that building anymore. Yeah, I want to speak to you. I think I have a threefold message, but maybe twofold. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going yet. <laughs> but first of all, um, thank you both so much for sharing like a very you're still in a very raw and vulnerable step of this I think so mm-hmm. for you to like share with people is really powerful and I just think you if even for myself for like hearing you live it right now mm-hmm. um is yeah really I wish good. it was so four months from now and we could be like oh here's how it's been I, great <laughs> since that happened yeah. well that's my my twofold I think oh. <laughs> is that I mean, you both are such a testament to the maker life, I think. I've loved watching what you've built together, um, the friendship that has grown through you both (laughs) being makers and forming this amazing partnership together. You have brought – I have to speak to that my town, Batavia – well, my shop town, Batavia – is like trying to do a shop crawl modeled after what you two have built. (laughs) So that, I mean, you guys have done something so amazing in your, uh, not just Liberty Hill, but what you've done together for other um, makers and business owners, how you've brought together workshops. I mean, essentially you built like a brand new model that really isn't seen a lot of places. And I think you've done a great job and I think it speaks to your, bravery and authenticity that you're willing to say okay um this part isn't working but this part is so we're gonna follow this next part and I think I'm really excited for all the things that this is just like I want you okay here's threefold I want (laughs) you to I think there's a very vital like place in the mourning and grief of what is dying essentially 
And I think I, I hope and, um, pray, I guess that you both will have the time and space to mourn that together and, you know, in your individual journeys, but then also like from death always comes new life. And I just think of, I'm a man, I don't want to put it out there yet, but I'm imagining all the things that wildflower could be Mm -hmm. in this new, like amazing way that your creativity will take it. And Mm -hmm. so I think it's just awesome that you're sharing this in real time so people can follow Mm -hmm. the next part of that journey. And I'm excited for you. I'm sad for you and I want to hold space for that sadness, Mm -hmm. but also like don't forget the hope that comes out Mm -hmm. of like this. There's just, there always has to be an ending for the next beginning. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really exciting. And I'm excited to be along for the ride. we will as an audience member <laughs> we will like go in and out of sadness like over the last I think the, like uh our the finality to it was about a week ago that we had to officially like I feel like we've been thinking and praying and um uh just putting thoughts out there for the last few months but really the finale so it's not like a flippant decision at all um but within the last week is when we like put pen to paper and turned it into our landlord um, and there are times like we'll text each other randomly. Like Melissa texted me the other day and was like, I'm sad because blank and like, I'll pass the mural and be really sad. We're hoping whoever takes our spot will leave the mural, but how could they not? How could they not? It's just so <laughs> cute. And it draws people into the shop. But, um, the other thing is we did a couple of times throughout the last year, um, and again, it just wasn't the right time for us. But a couple of times in the last year, people reached out from HOAs asking us to actually come to their neighborhoods and do workshops. And that just wasn't, we didn't have contracts for that. We didn't have pricing for that. It just wasn't, we had a shop. So it was like, why can't you bring a group of people to the shop? Yeah. Right. Um, and it just never worked out that way. But so that's something that we're kind of being open-minded about as well as we have, Jenny, you've seen our workshop tables at the shop. Right. And we have these amazing workshop tables and I am clawing my way into Tyler's thoughts to, (laughs) (laughs) I brought it up today. The best way to do it. (laughs) The best and only way to do it. Um, that I want the workshop tables in my office here. Um, so that there's hope that I can maybe host a few girls nights at my house, which is like kind of full circle because that's how all of this started. Yes. Um, so and by the way, he did say I could as long as they fit. So, oh, they're going to fit. Yeah. Oh, we'll make them fit. <laughs> I'm texting Tyler right now. Clawing your way, my way. <laughs> Christina's clawing into your thoughts. Yeah, clawing my way into your thoughts. We will make them fit here. So like, yeah, there's definitely <laughs> dreams already happening in our minds. It's just now putting it to pen and paper. And again, like leaving it open that one day we might be able to reopen a brick and mortar and make it better than ever and have a space that's amazing. Our kids will be older. They can work there. (laughs) Yes. They can be our employees. Yes. They can be our employees. Jenny's are her employees. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll I'll share with you (laughs) off air what that's like. That's just can, kidding I'm, I'm transparent yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I I would imagine your kid you just you don't have a Trevor you guys will be fine <laughs> well I think I kind of do <laughs> I do you do um but yeah so we, we don't know what it will look like but uh we definitely 
again, like living in a small town, really any town, um, when something like this, like we, you know, we've already heard, we told a couple of people today and from them, we've, we've already heard like you're a vital you know, peace to this town and which is so nice. You are. Yeah. Like Melissa and I probably both cried like behind the scenes, but we haven't cried together. And today was the first time someone reached out to us that she was crying. And I was like, oh my gosh, I I can't. (laughs) Um, but all that to say, like, uh, I am really grateful for the time that we had. We're hoping to still really be a part of the town, even though we don't have our brick and mortar physically there anymore. Um, and we'll, I mean, we'll kind of see how that plays out, but, um, we're just cheering on other small businesses, cheering on our own. And we, I think Jenny, just a couple of weeks ago, we talked about failure. And of course I had this in the back of my mind that whole time, because we had already started talking about it. And it's just such a, like when we talked in the episode, it's such a beautiful reminder that like, no, it's a pivot. It's a, yeah. mm-hmm. like, what have we learned from this to now pivot, make it better, make it more us. Um, we can't make buildings just appear, but be affordable, affordable. but you know, maybe there are future collaborations with other people. Um, maybe Jenny will move to Texas, (laughs) maybe, (laughs) which will never happen, but you know, um, so yeah, so that's where we're at. We're obviously, there's no like great conclusion to this story as of right now. Um, we are really hopeful that someone adorable and fun and a unique market might take over our space. Um, but we don't know any of that yet. So yeah, we are able to give references if someone would like to take our spot. So if you happen to live local and are like, I think I'm ready for a brick and mortar journey, like reach out, we'll give you the information to, to reach out to it's completely move in ready. Oh yeah. It does sometimes get hot. Because I already talked about that today. I know. Maybe I should cut that out. (laughs) Although I will say, we have live plants in our store and they do fine. Yeah. They probably love it. It's like a rainforest. (laughs) I mean, it's not that bad. Depends on the day. Depends on the day. But yeah, so we we will post this on, um, obviously, the podcast. But we're going to actually like physically post um it's probably already posted if this podcast is out um and letting people know but we just thought it was so important to come on share our story because it's so much more than hey after three years they're closing their doors like there's been Mm -hmm. so many tries and I mean I cannot even tell you how many times we changed our hours Oh gosh. And I'm sure people have kind of kept up with that. Like we have tried over and over, like, how can we make this work where we can still make, still be open during times that yeah. people want to shop? Um, so it and it just in the end, um our families were getting the uh is like crapshoot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were getting what was left, which they wasn't getting, much. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And and the, and like you guys said earlier, it's just been like a wild three years. And even yeah. Susie and I today were talking about like, I wonder what twenty twenty three will be like. Like, what excitement <laughs> will come great. in that year? Yeah, yeah. So I just think it's it's just like it's it's this is good. This is good. You're just like. Pausing to regroup, figure out what's next. It's yeah. not the end. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I so think it's good. I guess the good conclusion to this episode is 
starting next week, which is the week of, well, when this is out, July 11th, we are putting everything in our store at 50% off. So if you live local, make sure to stop by. Make sure to stop by and see us. I mean, you'll still see us out and about in Liberty Hill, but come take a picture in front of the mural. Um, And if you're not local, we'll probably end up doing like Yeah, I was going to ask, will you put it online or something? Yeah, so we'll probably – Melissa's going to be thrilled when I say this, but we'll probably do a (laughs) – We'll probably do a live um, with whatever's left. Um, Unfortunately, for those of you not local, a lot of our furniture is going to be on sale. Almost everything Um, that will will be impossible probably to get to you. But um, yeah, like the clothing, the signs. uh, I offer myself as tribute to drive down and pick up any furniture for anybody because then I get to see you guys (laughs) and all business expense it. Perfect. You want to say that publicly? (laughs) (laughs) It's for small business sisters. Um, That's right. Yeah. So our official like close date where you won't be able to come buy anything anymore is July 31st. Um, which is super quick, which Jen, you were just saying, like, we're kind of in the thick of it. We're just, I think that's why we haven't really had to show emotion yet because we're in the logistical nightmare that is selling everything in the store and just, we don't have a storage unit. So even if we do reopen (laughs) in, you know, a year, two years, three years, whatever, we don't have anywhere to store all of our stuff. So, um, you'll be seeing a lot of that, um, in person and then online hopefully we'll do a live at the end with whatever's left um and then the last day like we will lock up that door is august 10th yeah so you might still see our cars up there and just our husbands are going to help us move everything that's in there we have oh the last thing i will say that somebody on here might need is a square hardware um register and cash register like the drawer um, mm-hmm. that would, I don't, anyways, we would figure out logistics of payment and stuff, but, um, cause we're not sure how much we're selling that for yet. But, um, other than that, uh, I feel like that's a good place to end. Just, uh, we are so grateful for this journey and we're so, uh, I mean, it taught us so much and we just, we hope it's not the end. It's not, <laughs> it's not. Thank you both for sharing. Thank you. Join in the conversation by following us on Instagram at at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love to follow and support other small businesses. And if you love the podcast, we would absolutely be so grateful if you subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together.